All right, here we are. It's Chris Lazardic again, talking about more stuff. Um, we are in the basement of a library in the Highlands, a neighborhood where Elise and I lived from about 2011 to 2013. I have a very special guest with me today, Jimmy Dunstan. Jimmy, what's up? Hello, everybody. How's it going? Nice to meet you all. Thank you for joining us. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> all right. I didn't, uh, I didn't know I was going to get the accent, so this is going to be awesome. Um, so we are um, today we're going to talk about something. Um, just like the last podcast, we talked about something near and dear to us was, um, was music. Uh, this is another thing that's near and dear to us in the outdoors. So I just kind of thought, Jimmy and I kind of are going to do different things here, but um, memorable outdoor experiences. I'm going to talk about three just kind of things in the last, they kind of happened in the last, I don't know, five years. Um, so I'll talk about mine. Uh, Jimmy will talk about his. Um, but first, uh, I, I kind of didn't, Jimmy, just give us a little bit like, well, how, we're just talking about this. We're, we've been friends, I think we can go back to the 90s. So 20 years in the making. 20 years in the making. <laughs> Started in high school at Sally's in Delaware. Uh, you were friends with Houghton's little brother, Bill, who was my best friend and probably still is, probably, in parentheses. <laughs> um, but, yeah, awesome, awesome times, great relationship. It's crazy that we're still together after all these years. And, um, yeah, I remember when you moved out here, I was like, wow, you're actually going to take the leap. That was, what, 10 years ago? How long have you been out here? Ten, this is probably, this is going on 10, so this is my 10th year at my job, so it's probably nine years. Yeah. I moved in 2010. Yeah, so, so almost, almost 10 years. And I remember me and Maddie came out here for Telluride Fish right after I graduated chiropractic school. And the main thing that I had on my list, other than the fishy, was hiking, to say the least. And... I think I wore you out, which is a pretty bold statement, <laughs> considering that you're one of the best hikers I know um, over like a week span before you started school. <laughs> we went to Rocky Mountain. We went to Mesa Verde. I think, man, we must have did it all that trip. Black, Black we Canyon. We did Black Canyon. We yeah. did Great Sand Dunes. Sand Dunes. Did it all. Um, it was cool. I was exhausted. <laughs> I, I was, a, week with, a week with Jimmy is exhausting. <laughs> For a variety of reasons, both physically and mentally. Um, but I remember that was like the first, it was like, yeah, I moved to Colorado. And, and these guys moved out and we went to fish and tell you ride. My brother and I had no ticket. Um, they're like, we'll, we'll figure it out. That was, it was like the hard, I think it was the hard, I, it was I, the hardest ticket I watched, anybody ever came I watched by. someone getting a ticket, a, a three day pass, hand a thousand dollar bill. Oh. Or no, no, it's not a bill. Oh, uh, Ten one hundred dollar bills just in the to bar, go. just to go. And I, I had like a hundred dollars to my name. I had no money, and we, we, I never do this. We snipped the extras and made and made wristbands made with wristbands. the same color and yeah. tape. Uh, and my brother Andrew lost his immediately. Took off his hoodie in like a in like the bathroom and lost it immediately. Still no problem. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's a little bit of music. That's a little bit about uh, where Jimmy and I go back. Um, I'm sure Jimmy will be a guest again. Um, we'll talk about we have similar interests in music. Uh, Jimmy's also a musician, as you heard him allude that he's a chiropractor as well. Um, but why don't you start? You uh, why don't you start? Set us off with some. Uh, m- 
you know, meaningful outdoor experiences. We have about three each. Um, so you're yeah. going to start with your number three, and then I'll go to my number three, and we'll end with our number one. So go ahead. Yeah, so on this episode, I'm pretty much going to focus on something that I think would be uh, a good resource for the locals, the Denver locals, essentially, um, and the Boulderheads. Uh, basically, focusing on the Indian Peaks Wilderness Trail, um, which basically is maybe an hour, hour and a half from the heart of Denver, maybe 45 from Boulder, uh, 25 from Ned, more or less. But um, So I'm going to kind of go from easiest to hardest um, over three different trails. And the first one I'm going to talk about is a four-miler called the Lost Lake Trail, which I did about a, a month ago. Um, and you basically drive to the 4th of July Trail. They call it the 4th of July Trail because snow is usually wicked present until about that time every year. Um, and this is a pretty awesome trail because it's, it's, like I said, it's four miles, 900 elevation, decent payoff, something that you could actually do even with the elderly to the youthful to the dogs to whatever how about people from like like flatlanders or people yeah from out, people from out of state would you take someone traveling sure from, from it, Delaware it tops out at ten thousand, so i don't even think that's that bad but that's me i've never had trouble with altitude so i'm a little biased but um you still kind of get that alpine feel um, you're in the woods for most of the hike, so it's shady. Get a few water crossings with bridges and whatnot. Um, and it's just a great warm-up to get you out there and to really experience some of what Colorado has to offer, which is pretty close to the Denver metro area, which is, is just awesome. And uh, there's also a variety of offshoots like Diamond Lake, which is also really awesome, and it's maybe uh, adds another two miles round trip, so six miles um, that you can, you know, expand your hike upon. But yeah, this trail is pretty special. Um, something you could do with your your friends. It's definitely something you can do within two to three hours maximum, depending on how much time you spend at the lake. The payoff at the top is well worth it um, for the lack for the minimal effort that is required to get up there, and it can be super romantic as well. In the event that uh, any of you guys and girls are trying to get into that, and you and you can also camp there at night for free, which can get a little rowdy from what I hear. I've never done it, but uh, it's definitely a good spot for you know stargazing and all that stuff as well. Um, but yeah, it's pretty sweet, and I, I just, it's a really good introductory to, you know, like I said, getting out there, getting exposed to what Colorado is all about without heavy exposure, um, meaning above tree line with lightning and all that, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty easy hike, and I would highly recommend, I would give it like four stars cool. out of five. Awesome. I'm looking forward to because I barely I've been in the Indian Peaks wilderness once like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to hearing about your experiences today. But I'm also I'd like to venture in there. Um, we're running out of time this summer, but hopefully next summer we get it get up in there and do some of these hikes. 
It's an easy one. Cool. <laughs> I like easy. I like easy, man. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So we're, we're going to start with my, and this is tough, but I think I have my three. So these are, my three experiences are, are summer car camping, summer backpacking, some day, a day hike. So my th- number three is Escalante um, National Monument. I think you, you see it written as Escalante Grand Staircase National Monument in south or southern Utah. It's like south central. It's a little bit above the border. Um, amazing. For a variety of reasons. For one thing, you'll see two of my memorable outdoor experiences in, involve like scrambling and slot canyons and stuff like that. So the first one does. Um, Escalante, I, I don't know if it was the time of the year we went or what. We went end of March, my, my spring break. And it was, I remember water and like the dog's bowls was freezing. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe it was too cold. Even during the day or just No, no, no. At night. At night. night. But... But I, no one, the reason why I say that, I, I wonder why no one was there. Because no one was there. I mean, you're driving by national parks, lines out the, out the the out to the gate. You're taking a shuttle to get to places. Escalante was just dirt roads. Yeah. And you're driving without seeing anybody. Like, this looks cool. No, let's keep driving. This looks cool. And it was amazing. So we found a cool camp, car camping spot for home base. We did stuff like uh, peekaboo, sp- Spooky Slot Canyon, Zebra, Zebra Slot yeah. Canyon is the one yeah. you see everyone gets pictures. Sure. Um, so if you check my Facebook and just look back, um, we did that in 2015, and that was epic. I, I honestly want to go back, I want to take people back. It's not super close, um, but I remember, I think it's kind of by Bryce, you're by uh, Lake Powell, stuff like that. So Yeah, it's in between Moab and Bryce. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's down south of Moab. Me, but Ma- it, me, Matt, and Houghton did this same hike, Escalante? Which you recommended, what was that, last summer, or last spring. It was around, or maybe a year, year and a half ago. And I think, just to speak on what you were just saying, those trails are not marked at all. Not marked at all. It was. You had to ask locals. You really had to use the internet to get you know, the accuracy and find the locations. Um and I think that speaks to why there's not many people there, which is super cool. You are right. You are right. I remember you're just kind of wandering zebra. You're wandering and wandering, and eventually you see, like, oh, that looks like a slot canyon, and you go and find it. But there was no one out there. Yeah. Huh? But it was cool. So that's number three for me. Let's swing back to Jimmy for his uh, number two. All right. So in the same vein of sticking with Indian Peaks Wilderness, um, Yeah, so this is probably my favorite trail in Colorado because of the diversity, the amount of lakes you can see, um, and also the payoff is just out of control with not that much effort. Um, We're talking about Blue Lake Trail, which is actually part of Brainerd Lake uh, Park and Recreation uh, region, and it's a six and a half miler you could maybe make it seven if you go up to Little Blue Lake, and um, which is kind of like a, a local route, as we like to refer Ooh, to it. A local route. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's about 14 or 1,500 elevation over three and a half miles out and back bomber. Um, yeah, you're going to – I mean, Brainerd Lake alone is at the parking lot. Absolutely magical. So you I, go past Brainerd Lake. 
on your yeah, way. Yeah, to Mitchell Lake. Mitchell Lake is the trailhead. And so you're going to get Brainerd Lake in the parking lot, Mitchell Lake a mile into the trail, Blue Lake three miles into the trail, and then if you go the extra half mile off the beaten path, you're going to get Little Blue Lake, which is another maybe four four to 500 elevation. So that would top you out at about 1,900 total. Um, and this place is just off the chart. You can fish there. It's 12 bucks now to access it. If you have a National Park Pass, it's free. Um, once again, really not that hard, but you know that's coming from me who I don't really think you know anything less than 3,000 is really that hard in elevation. And you're gonna top out at, let me see here, um, 1950, so definitely over 12,000 at Little Blue Lake, which is super cool, because you get above tree line, you're gonna see marmots, gotta love the yellow-bellied uh, fur balls running around there, you got pikas yelling at you, speaking different languages, it's great. Um, they're definitely my, my, some of my best brethren on the trails. They're your spirit animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my brothers and my, aunts and my sisters to say the <laughs> least um but yeah it's just it's nice. just is this what is this what you bob me and, mikey and bobby and mikey just did it and you saw a couple moose and we just and this yeah the, the best part about this lake is that the moose population is off the charts depending on when you go i guess mornings and later in the evenings is ideal um there can be storms at later in the day that's kind of goes without speaking in colorado but um, yeah, it's the probability of getting a moose there is like, I'd say 60% every time. And my best moose date, um, to present is I saw 13 in a day, all at this, you know, same trail all over the place, you know, different places going up versus different places going back. Um, truly incredible. I named one Megatron because he was literally like 16 feet tall. And, of course, he had to stand in the middle of the trail, so we just kind of had to wait and look at him and, you know, see what he was going to do because he he's running the show for sure. Um, but, yeah, super, super dope. And, uh, yeah, so you're getting three or four lakes out of this visit. Definitely above tree line. Epic payoff. I call it the Switzerland of Colorado. It's pretty insane. Um, yeah, and I would not, I would give it five out of five and definitely probably top four trails for me in Colorado that I've experienced in general. Don't hesitate on this one. It's a, it's again, that's a, it's the Blue a Lake. Blue Lake. Mitchell, Blue Lake. Mitchell Trailhead. Mitchell, Mitchell and Blue, Blue Lake. Yeah, and, and cool. Lake Brainerd. Uh, just off the charts. Um, got to do it. Yeah. It's Never done it. beyond epic. Cool, man. Well, that leads us to uh, my number two experience. Um, happened in 2016. Elise and I, my wife Elise and I, took a, um, a road trip up to Glacier, Glacier National Park. Um, we, I, I wouldn't recommend doing this. We, Our plan was we drove through the night. It was probably like a 14-hour drive. Mm -hmm. We left at like... Mm, 2 p.m. and got there at 7 a.m. to check in. We had to do the walk-up camping. They gave us these, you know, these places to camp, but it was beautiful. Um, many the many glacier area of um, of Glacier National Park. We also did it right. I also recommend doing this. We bookended our stay with hotels 
on either. So it was four nights of backpacking with a hotel on the first night and a hotel on the last night. So you get your nice meal, your nice bed, your shower. You get that on the first night and you get it on the last night. It's awesome. Um, so we went and we went. I, for, I actually forget. I mean, I, I'm forgetting the campsites. Uh, I do know that we went the Ptarmigan Trail, the Ptarmigan Tunnel. You go up through the Ptarmigan Tunnel and you drop down to beautiful lakes, stream crossings. Um, epic. Epic stuff. Um, but my one story I will share from that is uh, our hike out. So we have, we're coming back to this, um, you know, maybe like on, on, on the say out of, out of our four nights. On night three, we pass by where we're, we're camping on the final night. So we're like, oh, we're camping here tomorrow night. And we're, we're looking at the bear boxes. It was my idea. I was like, well, since we're coming back here, let's just put some of our food in the bear box and we'll, it'll be there for us when we come back tomorrow right. night. Kind of made sense. It wasn't, I mean, that freeze-dried food. I put some freeze-dried food, snacks, maybe some coffee, put it in there, left it, went to a beautiful campsite on a lake, came back. It was about 4 to 5 p.m. We take off our shoes. We go to our campsite. I put out the tent, and I go to get dinner started, and there's nothing in there and there were some people waiting they were like you just the ranger was just here asked if it was anybody's stuff said you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to stow food like that people do it all the time he took it with him and he's gone wow so we're sitting there we have and that was all of our food all of our food all of our snacks all of our breakfast for the next Night and morning. So, and, and how many miles had you put under your belt already? We put like probably eight. Yeah. So not a ton, not a ton, but we had another ten out. So anyway, it, I just was like, Elise, I think we were in trouble. We need to. It's four. I think that pizza place there at the trailhead, literally at the trailhead, is a pizza place that I think I knew it closed at eight. Wow. So I was like, we could get there and eat. At 8, we leave at 4. We have 4 hours to go 10 miles. I think we can do it. Whoa. We had to go up. I, I think it was 2,000 feet up, 2,000 feet down, up over that ptarmigan tunnel. And we didn't have time to really debate. We sure. were just like, let's, we, we don't have any food. We don't want to sleep hungry. We, we, we wouldn't die, but it wouldn't have been comfortable. Yeah. So we, we decided to do it. We got our stuff. Someone gave us a bag of raisins. Wow. And we were like, um... I just remember using them as treats. Elise was like fading. We call it moon manning. Moon man out. Yep. Yeah, when you just kind of, you start fading and you're walking like you're Neil Armstrong on the moon, like bouncing and and slow and your brain's not really there. Yeah, so we were moon manning and I'd be like, Elise, a little further and I'll give you another raisin. Come on, a little further and you get another treat. Yes. So we used the raisins. They got us out. We got there. We ordered like three pizzas. It was epic. You made it to the pizza place. We made it to the pizza place before At they what closed. Time? I, like seven fifty. Wow. We got there. Ordered. I ordered two large pizzas, and I think I ate them both. Nice. Um, but so that was number two. Um, I'm just as I'm saying this, I'm forgetting some epic, an epic one. But that's okay. Maybe I'll honor, I'll, I'll honorable mention it at the end of our conversation. But that's my number two. Back to Jimmy for his numero uno. Yeah, so this is one that I have been kind of writing off just because, um, once again, it's 4th of July, Trailhead, just past Ned. Um, So for the 
Lost Lake, you have to take a left and go down Hesse Trail. That'll take you there uh, to Diamond as well. For this one, it's you go up to the right, and we're going up to Arapaho Pass to get to Lake Dorothy. And uh, there's also Camel Camelback Lake up there. I think that's what it's called. But um, this one I just did with my man Timmy Wendell and Jamie Newitt, who just came... Uh, Colorado. This was last week, actually, and we're celebrating his uh, engagement. Happy engagement, Jamie. To the. To hey, the... wait! You forgot about Resh. Wasn't Resh with you? Yeah, I was getting there. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. We don't. So... <laughs> and we don't need to talk about that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Jamie and uh, the the incredible and very special Lorelai are gonna are gonna tie the knot in about a year. Um, so yeah, it was super great because James always comes here with the heavy pets and we never get to hike and it's just, it's ridiculous. So this was a special one because we actually did get to do it. And of course, because of Resh, uh, <laughs> go figure, we were supposed, I was up at 7 a.m. and he didn't get to my place until 9.30. We didn't hit the trail thanks to Boulder Canyon being closed uh, till about 12.45. Oh, Matthew Paul. Gaper life all day, amateurhour.com. <laughs> but, you know, us being us, we definitely still raged it. That's fine. Um, and we definitely got rain and hailed on for the second half of, this, of the downhill. So it wasn't the most pleasant, but I got to tell you, this trail's epic. Um, it's seven miles. We're going 2,000 in the sky. Um, and so you're going up to Arapaho Pass. Yeah, to, go, to Dorothy Lake, though. So okay. plenty of you go over this pass to get yeah, to the lake? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Okay. And um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so that tops out at about 12,250, so clearly above treeline, marmotcountry.com. But just the layout of this trail was so comfy and awesome. I definitely didn't even realize we were... Going up uh, 2,000 feet elevation. I mean, I, I was it, it was literally a walk in the park. No no pun intended. And uh, it reminded me of Lord of the Rings to the point where I couldn't really tell the difference. It was crazy. Um, just massive 13ers all around you. Really nice layout. And I believe the Continental Divide or some part of that whole. Uh, whatever you want to call it, geological chasm is is riding your your left side the whole time on your way up, and the lake at the top is just once again just stunning, uh, massive payoff, alpine style, jagged jagged peaks all around you, and uh, but once again something to to be considerate of is the weather. So once you're going above tree line like that, always listen for thunder. There was uh, lots of clouds around us. It looked super, super great. And um, we wound up getting massive rainbows all the way down and back into Boulder uh, on this most recent trip. And uh, you can kind of count on that stuff as well once you start seeing rain and clouds, which is awesome you know, for when you're actually done your hike. But yeah, I give this one a five out of five. It's not that hard. It's a little harder than Blue Lake for sure. Um, cause it's about eight miles and yeah. And then the only other thing is parking around there can get a little funky. 
so don't get there at 12.30 like we did. What, uh, so for all of these, you're in the same area, what is the crowd like in Indian Peaks Wilderness? I, I've heard backpacking there that it gets crowded. Yeah, is it, is I mean. It crowded? How many people? How many people are you seeing on a five-mile hike? Yeah, it's, it's crazy because the parking lot is smashed. But on the trail, I mean, it's definitely not an escalator like Beerstadt or something like that where you're just shoulder to shoulder. But um, you're, you know, you're going to see some people and you're going to have some fun. And, you know, keep your dogs on a leash. It's $200 fine if you don't. and uh, Or p potentially. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. You're going to run into madheads. Trail etiquette is typically off the chart, happy open welcome funny humorous but yeah it's uh i haven't experienced anything where it's i've been like damn never coming back here again right cool. whereas like rocky mountain it can get a little wild too you know especially on the weekends but uh yes once again i would give this one a five out of five definitely don't miss it take you about four hours maybe five hours i want to go i want to go maybe next this weekend I'm hiking, but maybe the next. I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's down. not too late. I'm down to do them. My all problem, down. I always, I start school. I start back to school, and I say summer's over, when in fact I have a whole nother month. Well, of and, weekends. And not only that, being Colorado, until the snow comes back in early November, it's, yeah. you think the summer's over, but it's really not until. We have you know, time. Late October until about Halloween. By the way, we didn't say what day it. It's August fifteenth today, two thousand nineteen. We didn't say the date. But uh, that's what we're dealing with. We're is it the really the 15th? It is. Oh, my goodness. 15th is payday, baby. <laughs> um, okay. So, that Jimmy, thanks. Uh, all three of those sound awesome. And uh, I really actually enjoyed hearing about them because all three of them I have not done. So I would love to do those um, with you or, or anybody. Yeah, um, so my number one, this is an interesting one. I, I can't believe I didn't. I, I'm just going to shout out this honorable mention. I've done three huge, amazing hikes in Teton National Park. Love it. I worked there. I love Teton National Park. So that me too. I I, I love it, but it I've, it doesn't quite make this list. This place because I love to scramble. I love slot canyons. I love tight spaces. Mm -hmm. I had to give the number one spot. Two, the fiery furnace in Arches National wow. Park. That's a, I, that's a permit, right? What's that? That's a permit. It's a permit only. I'll talk to you a little bit about that. I did it first with Ben Latini. Linguini. Linguini. Hey, hey, cool breeze, baby. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cool Breeze. If you're listening, I'll send this to you later. But this, so we went, we, we camped on the river, I believe, we went into the park, and I like my friend Tom Dean told me, gave me this pro tip. He, he said, go do fiery furnace. They tell you, they say, if you've never done it, you have to go in a group. But if you say you've done it, they, they just make you watch a video, and you, um, also the you're, you're allowed to go by yourself. They give you a permit. It's like six bucks. Maybe it's more than that now. Yeah. And you watch this video about, it was called, Ben and I were cracking up the whole time, cryptobiotic soil. There, you can't. It's this biology, biologic soil that takes decades no, yeah. to form. It's how plants survive in the desert on these bacteria breaking down the the sand and the nutrients in the sand. 
Anyway, they were like, you can't walk on it. It's like that charcoal black stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And and it, but they've changed it because crypto biologic soil. Everyone could f- forgot the name. I had to actually look it up before this. And now it's just called biologic soil. They just call it biologic. Gotcha. So. Um, Ben and I were laughing about it the whole time, just like, don't step on the soil. <laughs> and uh, But we go in, I think I had a compass. Like, it's only four square miles, but we didn't see anybody. And you're literally getting lost. You're squeezing through cracks, coming out to, like, awesome, ca- like, caverns and this one, like, skull rock and bridges and arches and and like you're lost like you're in for an hour you don't know which way is west or east or south like you're you're lost and but and i did this again about four years after that so this was 2012 with ben probably 2016 i went back with elise and we got lost again i remember elise we had to hop down this rock and i don't want to embarrass you elise but Elise was crying a little bit. <laughs> she had to do this hop down. I was like, you can do it. And she was scared. And and, and rightfully so. It was some scary stuff. And uh, it just, this place brings out emotion. And again, you you have a compass. So you truly won't get lost. You're four miles from the car. No matter so, what. Yeah. yeah, you can pop out. Like when I was with Ben, I think we popped out on the side. And we finally got out. And we were we could see the car, but we had to walk walk over like miles of the biologic soil. Oh, so man. we were just like, uh, we 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 had to sorry. Yeah. So sorry, national parks. The other funny thing about this place, officer, I'm not gonna. This is a clean show. This is a family show. <laughs> uh, we had some names, some choice names for this guy, but this guy kept on. <laughs> he kept. He was leading a tour group, and he saw Ben and I, and he kept coming over. He's like, "Do you guys have a pass?" And we showed him. We're like, "Yep, we have our permit." And then he, he saw us again, and that's the, again. We're like, yes, sir, we have a permit. <laughs> and I'll never forget, we, at the end, we pop out, and we saw this guy, and he was giving us the business again. And I think Ben was giving it back to him. Ben was, like, <laughs> kind of, like, yelling at this guy. So that was honestly the most memorable experience. I would go back. See, it's, it's like a good like a good hike is like a good movie or something, right? Yeah. Or a good TV show. I typically don't watch movies again. Right, But a right. really good movie yeah. Like the Big Lebowski, I can watch it a million times. Sure. It sure. sounds like these hikes to you and these experiences that I listed today, Glacier, Escalante, Fiery Furnace, I would go back and do again and probably again, you know? For sure. So For that's sure. the, that's the cool thing about all of these. So um awesome. We're we're right at our thirty minute mark. Um sweet. Killed it. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Uh Cristobal. Yeah, that was fun, man. Um We'll talk more. We'll we'll think of another good uh, good topic. We got lots of stuff. We to got talk lots about. of stuff. I just know I'm not. I don't think I'm going to allow you to talk about the wings. No. Since you're, I'm since, good on the wings. <laughs> I, since I like last, them all. I'm Jimmy all, likes the worst wings. That's not true. <laughs> I do. <laughs> just kidding. But I do uh, like a lot. Pretty much all the wings. He likes so. the wings. He took. Oh man, it's we'll talk too much. We'll have to bring up the wings he took me to on our wing review. <laughs> uh, but keep your keep your ears peeled for that wing episode. Uh, this was episode three. Meaningful outdoor experiences, and we'll see you guys later. Rage on.